What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Brooklyn Founders. I'm your host and creator of this podcast, Sophia. And today we're going to be talking to a really exciting guest, Rebecca Flam, founder of Rambucha, a Brooklyn-based CBD-infused kombucha beverage company. And if you don't know what any of that means, don't fret. Rebecca's going to tell us today and all about her journey of going from being a 10-year veteran in the fashion industry to starting her own beverage company and all the highs and lows in between. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Brooklyn Founders, Rebecca. I'm so excited to have you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here talking with you. Of course. So let's just get right into it. So why don't you start by telling everyone what Rambucha is? Yeah, uh, Rambucha is a tasty functional beverage that combines probiotics and full-spectrum hemp extract, which are believed to provide a euphoric feeling and long-term healing that attracts the conscious consumer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a mouthful. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's CBD-infused kombucha, essentially. Yes. And for people who don't know what kombucha is... What is kombucha? Yeah, kombucha is a fermented tea that okay. um, is um, provides you with probiotics that yes. are good for your gut health. Yes, and like digestive enzymes and antioxidants and all that stuff. Uh, the everything you know, depending on the flavor profiles. Yes, it's all combining for you know a good yeah, uh, yeah. functional product. I used to intern at a kombucha company. So that's kind of why I know a little bit of what kombucha is, and I drink kombucha all the time, so that's another reason why I was excited to talk to you. (laughs) But um, awesome, yeah, so what's what's like the inspiration behind the brand, or why did you decide to create Rambucha? Yeah, so Rambucha came together from my own personal experiences. You know, growing up, I had trouble with my digestive system. I was raised on pharmaceuticals for anxiety and depression, and as I grew up, I met a community of people um, who were healing from more of a holistic perspective, and this really led me to learn what even probiotics were, and essentially understanding how the cannabis plant could help me in a more medicinal way. Um, you know, and and um, back in 2016, I came across a book uh, about your mind gut connection from Emerson Meyer, and it really spoke to me so much. You know, it helped me understand. Um, you know, what I was going through and helped me dive deeper into this study of really, you know, by altering the types of bacteria in your gut, it may be possible to improve your brain health um, with omega-3s, fatty acids, fermented foods, probiotics, and other, you know, rich foods, which, you know, may benefit from the gut-brain axis. So really connecting the two is um, something that I was always interested in, but never really knew what it all meant. Mm -hmm. So why decide to create your own though? Like there's a lot of kombucha brands, you know, on the market. What made you want to make Rambucha specifically? Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, my background isn't in CPG or beverages at all, but I had, um, I come from the fashion background. Mm -hmm. Um, and and strictly fashion uh, yeah strictly yeah strictly fashion um no prior like beverage experience or anything (laughs) yeah yeah no no um but I I was I was um I started bring my kombucha I started bring kombucha back in 2010 Mm -hmm. and it was a long time ago kind of like yeah side side hobby yeah Yeah. it was it was a you know when I you know had started developing and understanding 
you know, back in early 2008, I would say, about healing with like whole holistic, uh, a holistic perspective and learning about probiotics. Yeah, I was invested in learning how I could, you know, uh, make my own. Mm -hmm. uh, I think back then GT was the only, you know, kombucha company on the market. And so I was, I was intrigued by it. So it was, it was a hobby of mine for a long time. And you grew up in, this is when you were in Georgia? You're from Georgia? Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Atlanta. I moved out west to California for, for school, okay. fashion school. And then I've been in New York 10 years. Okay, so you started brewing in New York. Yeah, right when I came to New York, I was, um, I had, I moved to New York to start my fashion career, and, um, and while that happened, I just did, yeah, I brewed kombucha as a hobby, mm -hmm. um, and, and so essentially, yeah, my, my background is in fashion, I had this, you know, hobby, and Fashion wasn't doing it for you? Fashion wasn't doing it for me, yeah. It was, you know, Even my... Even after 10 years? I, yeah, you know, my belief systems weren't aligning as much, right? I And I, I knew I wanted to cultivate and, and have my own business, but I had no idea what that was. Okay. And it was a lot of soul-searching, um, and I, I actually left my job with not an intention or an idea of what, what I was going to do. I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> oh, I've done that before, and I don't recommend it either. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, and I, I just, yeah, it, it took a lot of um, trial and errors with different businesses I had um, started and created, and um, it was the time when um, CBD was coming into the market, and I had uh, had been introduced to CBD a few years back at the Alchemist Kitchen and um, was intrigued by it because I could, you know, reap the benefits of the cannabis plant without, quote unquote, being high. Yeah. So Is it was this before great. CBD started blowing up in the market, in yeah. the wellness space? I, I, would, I would say so. Back in, you know, 2016, 2017 is when I went to Alchemist Kitchen and, and came across um, their tincture. What is Alchemist Kitchen? Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, the Alchemist Kitchen is um, this wellness space that is pretty much like how I describe it as like the Willy Wonka of wellness. Yeah, everything like the the shelves are like a, like lined with tinctures and teas, herbal remedies. Downstairs, there's like these you know Cairo freezes. Fun. There's like the infrared yeah, saunas. I've, I've actually been there. <laughs> okay, 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 cool. Just wanted everyone to know <laughs> how cool it was. Yeah, it's awesome. I took an herbal healing class there. Yeah. A love healing class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very I, needed. <laughs> very, yeah. It's, it, if you haven't gone, I would highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know now if they're open. Yeah. I think they are. Actually, their cafe, I think, is, is, is still open. In the East Village. Yeah, in the East Village. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I was introduced to it. And still working in the, a fashion office, I was like, how could I, you know, de-stress myself? Fantastic. I'll take some CBD. And at the time, it was, you know, told for me to take it at uh, acute situations. So I would take like it. Like really before. stressed out. Yeah, I would take it right before. I, like I knew I had a meeting. I would take it, you know, 30 minutes before. And, and yeah, so over the years, I had seen, you know, um, a lot of CBD beverage, uh, CBD products pop up. Mm -hmm. And... Um, in 2018, I saw a lot more in beverages, and I, I, I was really interested in that. Um, 
I don't know, for some reason I'm just, I think we're all like really into consumerism and I just love shiny packaging. I love packaging. I love branding. Oh, totally. I love trying new things. I am a sucker it. for all DDC products. Like I love Outdoor <laughs> Voices. I love Glossier. I love Ritual Vitamins. Quip. Quip? Quip. The toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love all those things. So branding is so important. Super. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, my mind started going. Um, I had... Um, That's when you started getting the idea, like, I could do this. I could create my own yeah. project. Yeah. Or product. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to a CBD holiday market um, end of that year in December. And in the city? In the city. Um, my friends... Or I had found it, and now they're my friends, but <laughs> I had intro- um, been introduced to this... I don't know how I found this market, but I was really, like, hyper-focused on CBD at the time and figuring out... And this is different vendors selling various CBD products. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. Um, and so I went in there ha- having some some inclination that I wanted to maybe enter this space in cannabis, but really had, hadn't formulated a beverage idea just yet. Yeah, like kombucha wasn't part of the equation yet. Not you yet. You were just thinking CBD. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And... Um, I went in there and I spent like five hours at this holiday market. And right when I went in there, I met the the um, founder of the retailer that was having the holiday market. And it was just, you know, Pandora's box opened. My ideas opened. It was it was a struggle, right? When you're entering a new market, you're you're making new connections. You're making you're trying to. F- figure out how you fit in or you're, you're just, you know, setting the ground you're off. Like, yeah. right. You're just trying to make a footprint in it and making all these connections. And so it was just, it was really great because it was really organic how it happened. Everyone was really friendly. I had gone around to the different vendors and tried their products and came across this one, um, company who was a hemp manufacturer that created their own product. And it was the first time I heard of a water soluble, and right. So that means like something that can be combined in a beverage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they were selling them their droppers to be, you know, you could take their formulation home and drop it into any type of oh, beverage awesome. they wanted. Yeah. And it was cool. So do I, you feel like the chemistry behind this product, because it is like a CBD infused kombucha, is like particularly difficult, or like did you have a lot of learning to do about it? For sure. Say? Yeah. I I had to learn a lot. Um, I was. I feel like through through this journey, I've I've had the merit of being being connected to people who you know are attached to Procter and Gamble, um, who are mad scientists that have helped me learn, uh, who have helped me with this learning curve, I should say, and and you know um, talking and connecting with all the hemp manufacturers that I've connected with, and especially mine now, I think it's um, crucial to have this open conversation and. Um, with them and ask them as many questions as you can. As a business owner in cannabis, you know, you want to have the most pure product. So you just, right. you know, for myself, it was really important for me to be knowledgeable, more knowledgeable than I was about the cannabis plant. Right. I mean, there's difference between like being knowledgeable as a consumer and then being knowledgeable as like the creator of something like this. And this is such a heavy, heavily regulated like beverage, isn't it? Like CBD is pretty heavily regulated. Yeah, yeah, yes. It, it is definitely regulated. So how did you put together like the CBD component and the kombucha component? You saw you went to this market, you were like, "Great, water soluble CBD. I brew kombucha, maybe I'll make 
my own beverage. Yeah. So going back to the mind gut connection, uh, you know, what I came across around 2016 as well, I, and I took the, I took their product home and, um, I drink kombucha on the regular, regular, and I plopped it in there and I was like, this is amazing. You know, I I combined this power process. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that wasn't, I mean, it was easier said than done. I had this one idea and it was this, you know, medicinal spa that I wanted to create and hopefully one day I will. Um, and I was separate business idea, separate business idea. And that's how I thought I was going to maybe start in the cannabis arena. Um, and with more research, I realized through my business plan, it was just, maybe I was a little too over my head with that at first. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should just start with a singular product. What, what would be my singular product that I would have? And then it just came to me, you know, it, it just, I woke up one day with a lot of, you know, self-reflection throughout that process. It would, and that's where Rambucha was born. It was the first name I chose. It cool. just happened really organically. Yeah, I love that feeling of like when an idea like downloads into your mind and you're like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those moments for you, it sounds like. Totally. And so then what were your next steps from there? Oh, well. Flavors? Flavors, flavors, and simultaneously, you know, connecting with the hemp manufacturer who would supply me uh, with, you know, I, I'm self-funded to this day. So, you know, some people have minimums. And so um, I, I definitely did a lot of sourcing to find the right formulation. Um, but I wanted to start with the flavor profiles. I wanted to start with familiar flavors that I loved and thinking about ways, you know, as a consumer of kombucha that I was drawn to by the season. And so my first flavor that I created was the, uh, I have four flavors, I should say. I have turmeric, ginger, lemon, uh, rosewater, blueberry, aloe, strawberry, and soursop. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my first flavor was turmeric, ginger, lemon, which is classic uh, and yet super beneficial to your immune system on its own. And um, when you were brewing your own kombucha, like before you started creating rambucha, were you adding like flavors or was it just like a plain kombucha? It was plain and I would I would I would start to play around with different flavors. Strawberry was definitely one of them. Um, hibiscus was one of them. I like to put hibiscus tea in there. Um, I would do a lot of ginger. But that's you know, that's as far as I would go. Yeah. I wasn't like super, super into like creating like all these flavors. And so you're kind of just like experimenting in your own kitchen creating these these flavors yeah totally totally did you like taste test them by any friends and like (laughs) oh my gosh yes so many (laughs) so many and my roommate always just hey try this try that i wish i was your roommate (laughs) (laughs) endless supply of kombucha yes (laughs) yeah yeah and you know that's yeah turmeric was turmeric ginger lemon was you know something I, I feel like I could start with but you know figuring out the ratios and how much juice yeah how much juice to kombucha in all of that it was a lot of trial and error a lot of looking at other case studies a lot of research on what that looked like because I had done it as a hobby but I was like I need to take this a little serious mm-hmm. more seriously and and so did, were you still working full-time when you were doing this or had you already quit I had I had left my job and then 
I still consult on the side. I mean, there's no way I had all that savings right. in there. So She's I was self-funded. <laughs> so I, yeah, I can, I, I consult on the side. Okay. Still yeah. to this day. Yeah. Still to this day. That's a boss move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, you're funding this self-funded. It's all you, you brew it from your kitchen mm-hmm. for, and now, you, right now. for now, for now, big plans ahead. And you, you're just taking like odd jobs on the side. Like what, how do you fund this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly that. I um, pre-COVID, you know, I come for the fashion um, industry. So I, I had um, done a lot of consulting with companies still um, doing sales for them. Fashion companies. Fashion companies okay. doing sales for them, um, branding, marketing, whatever their needs were. Um, I... Do you think those skills have helped you build Rambucha? For sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, I think everyone always is like, oh, well, you don't come from the CPG world. And I'm like, what's so different about it? You know, you're selling a product. And totally like the nuances of it, I'm sure, are, I've learned, you know, through my research and, you know, think, thankfully I've had, um, I've been connected with uh, business mentors in this space um, just recently, right? Uh, but I think I've always been great about adapting and um, really just being a sponge, absorbing things. And if you have a strong desire to do something, you're inevitably going to do it, right? I mean, I really wanted to do this. I really wanted something for my own. So I had this strong desire to learn. Right. Um, so, but my skills were definitely helpful. Um, totally. Up, up yeah, I mean, and we also live in the age of Google, right, where you can find out kind of whatever the basis of whatever you need to know and then start building something from there so that's you just have to want it bad enough yeah totally yeah, yeah. um so so yeah definitely my skills were something that helped helps me to get to where I am today uh, and creating all these you know I think that I have like I, I was talking about how I formulated my turmeric ginger lemon and um and all the other flavors that came around it I they all have a thought behind them, mm-hmm. right? With the rosewater blueberry aloe, you know, I wanted something that was antioxidant, that was really hydrating, that was a little like refreshing but unique at the same time. So, you know, I loved rosewater, so that was like really fun to, to formulate. Oh, yes, the rosewater is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I've taste tested most of these guys. <laughs> Can confirm they are very good. <laughs> and the soursop flavor, you know, I love it because it's so unique. And it's interesting because I had, I thought I was going to launch with two or like three flavors. Yeah, I, four is a lot for, you know, a one-woman show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just kind of happened. There was no real real strategy on that. But Sour Sup, you know, a friend of mine had raged about it. And he, you know, at the time he he, uh, he was battling stage four cancer and he swore, swore by the the healing properties of soursop and it, you know oh my God. it's a caribbean fruit is he okay no yeah yeah he's okay he's okay Gosh. thankfully thankfully he's a fighter and um and it was so unique and i experimented with it and i just loved how the flavor profile i love that it was unique i love when something's unique that disrupts the market mm-hmm. something that makes people question and want to learn um so i knew that had to be a flavor so i was like okay well another flavor here we are and and then strawberry essentially was 
you know, I, I love strawberry. I love that it's a... Sing- Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I love that it's a singular flavor. I love that it's low in sugar. And I was experimenting with, like, being keto at the time. And I was like, oh, this is great because it's low in sugar. It's great for ketotarians. <laughs> also, my sister's diabetic. So um, always just, again, at, at, while formulating these, it was a, really formulating the foundation of Rambucha. And we're, first and foremost, a wellness brand versus... A cannabis brand okay yeah so those flavors kind of manifested in that mission yeah cool yeah so all right well let's take a little break shall we yeah. <laughs> hey guys I hope you're enjoying the episode so far quick break to tell you where you can find Rambucha she primarily sells on rambucha.com directly to consumer And Rebecca has been so awesome and has given the Brooklyn Founders audience a 10% off code. So if you go to rambucha.com, you can, when you check out, type in FOUNDERS10, in all caps, FOUNDERS10, to get 10% off your order and you can try Rambucha for yourself. It's seriously an awesome product, so refreshing. I loved it Um, and we'll continue to drink it. So if you try it out, I'd love to hear from you guys on Instagram. Um, now back to the episode. So now I kind of want to talk a little bit about how you launched the company because I know you're fairly new and you launched just in December of last year, right? But obviously things have been really hectic in 2020 and you know, small businesses and big businesses have gone under. So like, how have you kind of managed launching and being a new business in this year? Yeah, so, yeah, I launched back in December 2019, and that was super cool because just as the year before, I was there meeting what now is my hemp supplier, so that was really awesome, and I wasn't so sure if I was ready to to, to, to do that, but my friends um, who are the founders of the market said, you're ready, you know, what have you got to lose? Um, you know, I had been sampling throughout the summer um, while finalizing my formulation, and I knew I was ready for the market, but I still had so many hurdles to get through, you know, with regulating, you know, my shelf life, making sure I had my nutrition labels, branding, what vessel it was going to be in. Um, so you launched with all that. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still a work in pro- progress, but, you know, I'm self-funded, and so I'm working towards all of these regulations, and it's been quite the journey so far, um, and... Um, did you start selling online or did you go to wholesalers first or grocery stores or something? Yeah. So I still hadn't had a website at the moment. Uh, in December. In December. Yeah. And my, my, I had no, I was starting to, that summer in, you know, 2019, I really was doing a lot of R and D and I was sampling with friends and family and, uh, figuring out my next step. And I think the universe is just like pushing me, you know, like you're ready. Come on. You know, I think we're our own worst enemy yes. when it comes to that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I've definitely gotten some universal pushes yeah. that I didn't always want, but definitely needed. So I feel that. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. You know, one day, uh, right. I think in the middle of December with holidays, you know, no one, it's like, no one's doing anything right now. No one's going to take you know, like a look at me, but I was in the East Village doing some work around there, and I came across... Like consulting work? Yeah, consulting work, yeah, and I came across a store I had never heard of before, 
um, and the story was called High Vibe. And on the window, it had you know CBD, healing, all these like fun things. I was like, heck yeah, like let me let me go in and see like what this place is about. Um, and gosh, like this place is, is such a gem, like floor, floor to ceiling filled with all things wellness. And, you know, I was looking around and I saw this man playing his guitar and I, you know, I was like, you know, started talking to him and, um, I had happened to have been coming from the printer for my labels for the market that I was, I was doing. And I had some samples of Rambucha with me and my intentions were, were not to sell him anything. But I wanted to see if he wanted to try some kombucha. I, I, I was always anytime I had the opportunity, I would just pass out bottles. Yeah. You know, I just wanted people's feedback. And if he's here working, you know, it was this, it, essentially, and it ended up being the owner of the, the store. I just wanted people's feedback on it. Right. That was where I was at. Um, and when I asked him if he wanted some, he's like, I, I, you know. He didn't like kombucha, and I was like, "Oh, I got a little shy." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "That is so crazy! Like, how do you run a health food store and not like kombucha?" I don't know. Some people, I mean, you know, maybe it could be like the alcoholic content in it, or it's not True. all alcohol, alcoholic, but I don't know. Maybe they get it from there's like slight traces of alcohol. Like yeah. Yeah, less than five percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are hard kombuchas now, but oh, I um, love those. They are really good, right? I've been drinking them. Yeah, they're so good. But yes, it wasn't so crazy, you yeah. know. It's not so crazy. So but... he didn't like it, but he wanted to try it. Well, then he was like, yeah, leave me a few. I'll have my manager try it. It's like, cool. I'm not here to sell you, but cool, cool, cool. And he's like, <laughs> you know, so I, I follow up and he's like, you know, let, let's give it a go. And I was so appreciative of him, like, you know, really supporting me then and still to this day. And I... That was when I got my first, like, I sold my first case. Ooh. Yeah. And um, I was so happy. I was so happy to be <laughs> on the shelves of somewhere. Yeah. You know, it was a dream of mine. And I, you know. In New York just, City. Yeah. In New York City. Yeah. And um, and we sold out. And ordered another case, sold out. And we started doing uh, demos. And so I do demos every in other. Store? In the store. Oh. Every other week. And, um... And I would sell like 20 plus bottles every time. Wow. And it was great. I was, you know, I was getting a lot of customer feedback. Really I had to do things. demos when I was interning at that kombucha company that I was telling you about. And I never sold it. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was good, but it's hard to sell them. Yeah. I, like. I, I my intention, it's, it's funny because I have a whole sales background and I, the thing is I, I never want to sell it. I just want to educate. I want, you know, CBD infused kombucha is still this white space in the market. It really doesn't, it's a new category. It never had existed. So I think people are really intrigued by it. And it's a novelty product because it's, it's familiar. Kombucha is familiar, but the CBD gives a, a new spin to it. Right. So um, people, yeah, people were very receptive to it and very supportive. And I love that. Um, and so I, I was keeping the momentum going. I, I did a lot of, you know, of orders through word of mouth. I mean, people, like friends and family would like text me their order and I would, yeah. you know, <laughs> I would you know, go meet up with them. And then I had been getting some momentum. A friend of mine had connected me in, with this partnership at the Williamsburg Hotel. And so I became their drink sponsor for their Wellness Wednesdays. Oh, cool. So that was fun. I did a few of those. The Williamsburg Hotel? Yeah. Okay. I did a few of those. And then, yeah, COVID hit. Um, and that was, <laughs> she says casually. 
<laughs> and there was a moment where I had a freak out, you know, it was like, gosh, Dark what am days. I, what am I going to do? Yeah. We were, yeah. it was very meek, you know, it was, you know, middle to end of March, early April. I, I had, first of all, I had so much rambucha in my fridge. I had, you know, was preparing for all, like all these partnerships I had done, um, you know, I was preparing for all these demos, mm-hmm. more opportunities and to sell into retailers. Canceled. Yeah. Um, and so my apartment building has a Facebook page and I posted on there about me and it um, and gave like a really steep discount. And so essentially selling from my, my door to my neighbors in yeah. my building. <laughs> and it was great. I mean, I was so thankful that I, I just, again... I knew I couldn't give it away. I mean, I did give a lot away to friends, um, but I, I, I was just so thankful that I, I didn't want to waste, waste the good product. Right. Um, and everyone was home, so you kind of sold it pretty easily just to your neighbors. It wasn't so easy, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was. And, and yeah, and so during the quarantine, I was like, well, I, I, I need to launch a website. At that time, I still didn't have a, a website. Um, but during, yeah, so I had, I had my product, um, product shot photo shoot. I built my website. All in quarantine. All in quarantine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I got busy. I got busy cause I, I just was like, I have, I, I gotta keep going, yeah. you know? Um, and it was super beneficial for me to, to have that, to widen my audience and, um, for more people to be able to order with ease. And, you know, thankfully, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm so thankful that Rambucha fits into the future. You know, everyone's so hyper-focused right now on their wellness. So, you know, in their, their immune system and, and your digestive system where, you know, the bacteria fights like the bad bacteria mm-hmm. from the probiotics is essentially your first line of defense. Um, so, um, you, pre- so you're kind of like marketing it that way, like... <laughs> Everyone, drink kombucha and you won't get COVID. No, no, no. I'm not making that claim. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in February, I had started a grant program. You know, since I'm self-funded, I'm looking for ways to be smart and how I can support myself. And so I found this grant program uh, with the Brooklyn Public Library. It's called Power Up. Uh, And I had just went to their um, opening... Um, seminar. You had to go to that to, to, and you have like, you know, there's a few things that you have to um, fit into to be able to participate into the um, competition. And so part of the program um, was that you had to connect to a business counselor. And like I said, when things were pretty meek in uh, at the end of March, early April, um, and, you know, thinking of my goals for, you know, the this year, which I was like, I don't know how to really carry on. I got a call from this woman, Beverly, who works at this organization called Local Development Corporation um, of East New York. And essentially, they work with um, low-income women and minority groups. So it was a part of the program, but I was, she was so jolly when she called me, and I was like, okay, yeah, life still goes on. Yeah. Like, I, I started this pre-COVID, life still goes on. Um, so she called you just to provide mentorship because it was part of the program that you were in? Yeah, I had applied to a few, and she was one that reached out to me um, 
for the program. And I was so appreciative of it. I was like, I cried to her. I was like, probably more, I was more vulnerable at that time than I would have been. Um, and it just like her call really reignited me and gave me some hope that yes, yeah, life still goes on. Did you ask her like, how do I survive this? Like, how do I keep going when yeah. the world stopped, you know? like what you guys talk about she's one of my best cheerleaders you know and I think that's what a business mentor is is there for you know you have it in you to do what you need to do to 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 carry on and I'm I feel so fortunate of meeting people like Beverly who yeah cheerlead you through it and 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 yeah yeah say yes yes you can still do this. Yes, there's still hope because she has experience in starting businesses. You know, mm-hmm. she had, she had, had, has that. Um, uh, so, so it was just, gosh, synchronistic. Yeah, super synchronistic. Did um, things start improving? Start getting better? I mean, as the months into. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, here for the honesty. Yeah. No, there's still so many struggles. Even if you have a business mentor, or a business counselor, right? I mean, I, I think during this, this like during the quarantine, everyone's going live, right? There were so many lives that were happening, and uh, I met another business, CPG business mentor, um, just by DMing her on Instagram. Just again wanting to learn, wanting to like just talk about Rambucha, not even asking if she would be my mentor. It was just, hey, want to have like, can I have five minutes of your time to just talk about it and get some insight? And she was so happy that I was so kind and not pushy. I was like, okay. Um, so I think that it, it was really awesome to see, and especially as someone going into a new industry, the support people were, were, were giving. And I don't know if that... Is necessarily necessarily would have happened if it wasn't in 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 this pandemic yeah so you started like hyper focusing on digital building a website making sure people could connect with you online yeah yeah that was yes exactly um, and it was great I, I did some lives with some influencers um, to keep the momentum going um, you know I if people are local I bike and hand deliver contactlessly yeah my orders uh, which is really awesome and uh, just recently I had the opportunity to have an in-person selling event demo which I hadn't had that opportunity since February um, at my yoga studio and it felt so good to get back to that and I sold out that day which was so like just such a great feeling again and so appreciative of these opportunities that I have and it just is giving me the idea to you know connect with more local fitness studios to keep to keep the momentum going and so that's where I'm at you know so that's like a strategy too like just keep on demoing keep on getting into the field of like showing your product off like wellness places around Brooklyn and things like that yeah yes yeah this year was definitely not the year I anticipated I think as we all right (laughs) uh can agree to that (laughs) Uh, and I think by pivoting, being resilient, you know, knowing that I have future things to look forward to, finishing my grant program, um, and... Was there a prize money? There is, yeah. Yay. First prize, 20K. Ah. Um, second prize, I think, is 10, and third prize is 5. And You got it. 
it, it, gosh, it, it would mean the world to me. It would really help me push, push. I think push to the next level of helping me finalize my regulations. Yeah. Um, Is that expensive? I imagine. It's it's expensive, you know. I mean. Because you have to pay for certain licensing, right? Yeah, I mean like certifications yeah. and stuff. So. As we said, like I'm still consulting, and a lot of my consulting jobs are no more right now. And you know, the one that I have is, you know, my wages were cut thirty percent. So, wow. you know, being self-funded, I'm looking just to do what I can with what I have. And I'm so I'm proud of myself. It's as hard as it is to say that. You know, I'm proud of myself. You should be. Um, I I'm doing what I can with what I have. Yeah. And yeah, and looking just for the future. They have big goals for yeah. Their That's what I want to challenge, like women entrepreneurs, but just women in general. It's just like be proud of themselves. Like, love yourself. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Chris Jenner says. But no, I think that's definitely something we should all own up to more. Is like we're actually killing it, and you've gone through so much with your business, and it's what one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because I so admire like. Yeah. anyone who is doing something like this but especially you for your bravery going mm-hmm. into like an unknown field yeah and I another thing that I really liked about your business is that you are community-minded so I kind of want to talk a little bit about the conscious community collective that you created and and what you do for the Brooklyn community and how you get involved and you know why you decided to do that yeah so I always I always knew I wanted to have a give back to give back opportunity for my company and you know during the pandemic I saw how trashed our neighborhood was getting you know it was overflows of like the garbage cans and nothing was really I didn't see anything being done and this was this was you know May June Mm -hmm. you know right right um, before summer was hitting and an outdoor dining had just started kind of and like just starting yeah yeah I mean the, I'm sure the trash overflow was from all like the to-go orders and takeouts that were happening and just more plastic because no one wanted to use reusable um, cups at the time. And I had Masks been, everywhere. <laughs> you always see masks on the ground. <laughs> masks so gross. everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. So you saw that problem. Yeah. And I had been introduced to this idea called plogging last summer, which I had so much fun doing that I thought it'd be you know, a great idea to do with Rambucha. Yeah. And, and, and what is plogging <laughs> exactly? <laughs> um, plogging is a term coined um, from Sweden, and it's essentially just jogging while picking up trash. Cool. <laughs> Definitely not an American thing. <laughs> Again, just something unique, something disruptive, something that people question. Something is fun. Something, yeah, it's always, it's always on my mind. I always want to, yeah, make people think outside, expand their minds. Yeah, so you had a plogging event? I did. So I had a, I had a plogging event. Um, we had a few scattered throughout the summer, um, which was really great. Um, and, you know, I think... How'd you get the word out about that? Like, hey, neighbors, we're plogging today, or like Instagram, or like your website for Rambucha? How- Instagram, Instagram mostly, you know, I think the first group, which I thought it was, it was actually very surprising, but it's definitely my neighbors in my building, you know, my friends were definitely there, and some, some, some people I had no idea, which was, that was really cool, yeah. and then the second time and I new really customers. had, customers, <laughs> new customers, yeah, so after the plogging event, 
we I would uh, pass out some samples of Rambucha for all their hard work because it it's a labor of love. It's a lot of trash. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> I think I think like the first go around we had twenty people and we picked up over forty garbage bags of trash. Wow, it was insane. That's such an impact. Yeah, just that one day. Yeah, and in a mile radius. Yeah. I mean, it's it's wild to to have this. Like, it really is. And now that you know the sanitation budget has been slashed by 106 million dollars compost is gone like things are only going to get worse so yeah (laughs) we need these community initiatives you know yeah totally totally um so yeah that's one part of it and you know it was something that just again organically happened and the conscious community collective we always say we always talk about conscious consumerism uh and what we put into our bodies but essentially it's beyond the bottle Mm -hmm. and we really want to be consciously aware of how we're all really in this together and how we're all really connected. So we partnered with uh, Met Council, which is America's largest kosher food pantry system, which I think you've done that. I volunteered for them. Um, They're one of the the networks of food pantries that I volunteer with. So I, I liked hanging out with them and packing boxes and I loved doing that. So yeah, I'm familiar with them. <laughs> it, and they're so fun to be around. Um, I, I, I think volunteering is something that's always been um, something in my life, and so it's really happy. I'm really happy that it, I can fit it into into the my, philosophy. Yeah, the philosophy of Rambucha. So you partner with Met Council to, yeah, just um, you know, just to bring other volunteers. Oh, okay. To it, yeah. Cool. Um, and then we. We work with the bailout project, so um, a portion of our proceeds are being donated to help support and prevent incarceration and, and combat racial and economic disparities in, in the bail system. Um, so That's amazing. I, That's yeah. really incredible. I mean, having a cannabis company and being able to, to have something like this, like I, I never saw it in my future. Uh, and I feel privileged to, to be able to, to do that. And so, you know, people are incarcerated for things that I have in my, my pocket right now. Exactly. So it, it would be silly if I, you know. If you didn't if recognize I, that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So it's important cool. for me. So you're doing so much. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about where you see Rambucha going. I mean, things are so new, but there's sounds like to me a lot of momentum <laughs> it sounds like it you know I, I think no you're doing you're killing it I, so what's next <laughs> yeah um well it's to really keep commercializing the product um you know it sometimes I, I I'm very happy that I'm self-funded I've gotten myself this far and I can I want to continue on that journey and so I know how it it's so imp- like the, the the grant program winning the 20k would mean so much to me so really finishing my grant program yes <laughs> due in two weeks so um I it that would just be tremendous help for me um like I said to commercialize my product and, and that means you know be able for me to be able to push it and grow into more wholesale opportunities more online opportunities so um maybe hire some employees I don't know about that. <laughs> That's next, next steps. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Part two. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it, it's to keep the energy going and to just get to the next level, which for me is commercialization. Um, 
So, yeah. And uh, lastly, where can people find Rambucha if they want to they wanna purchase? Yeah. So right now, uh, Rambucha.com is a great place. Um, and stay connected with us on social media for any other wellness fairs in the neighborhood that we participate in. If you are in the East Village. I want to go to one of those yoga events. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll have to, yeah, I'll yeah, have to invite know. you along. Yes, you'll definitely have to do it. And if anyone's in the East Village, uh, uh, at High Vibe. So I got to go there. I love the name of that store. We should definitely go there. <laughs> and Alchemist Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, a whole day. <laughs> I love it. Let's A wellness affair. Let's Yay. do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rebecca. This was amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Big things ahead. And everyone, make sure to check out rambucha.com to pick up some rambucha.